0: Don't miss the year-end appliance savings now at Bray Scarf. With incredible deals in-store and online, their best-selling models are in stock and ready to go. So book your one-on-one VIP appointment now. Get exclusive double rebates on select GE Profile and Cafe packages, plus a GE Ultra Fresh front-load washer and dryer pair, priced too low to advertise. Enjoy the year-end savings going on now at Bray Scarf, where it doesn't cost more to get more.
1: Hello. Have you ever been tempted to do good? This is Father Lewis Skurdy on the first Sunday of Lent. And we hear the great temptation of Jesus by Satan. And we'll see what happens as the scriptures are celebrated today. Thank you for joining us on Friends of the Word. Let me hear from you. Father Louis Skurdy at Hotmail.com. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached and said to him, If you're the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. Jesus said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. And the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to him, If you're the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him and said, Again, it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in all of their magnificence. And he said to them, All these I will give you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. This Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone You serve. And the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I think the scriptures today invite us to open our eyes. They're biblical myths that we hear in, in the book of Genesis. Biblical myths are religious stories with a, with a message behind them. So this have the, the Adam and Eve story, the temptation story. But, but they're applicable, I think, to today in so many ways. If we open our eyes and appreciate them, what were they doing? They found that they were naked after they disobeyed God, the story is. But, really, they were in blind ambition to be like God, to to choose themselves and, and to make their own choices, and to be a rival to God, instead of reflecting that they were made in his image. They, not Adam and Eve, two historical people, they, meaning all of us and our ancestors, from the beginning. It doesn't matter how God chose to create. The biblical, the biblical themes are he breeds life and then takes the bone and, and then he just creates a man. We don't have to get into that. This is not biology. This is not science. This is biblical faith mythology. How did it all come to be? And it, and it very clearly talks, and Paul reflects it in his, in his readings today, um, they came across as people being in competition with God. I you think about that. Oh, that can't happen. How could you? Well, in competition? Right. In many ways, the rivalry that we have with God through history leads to chaos in every aspect of our lives. When we are against God, we're against His word, His creativity. So, in our relationship to nature, in our relationship to relationships, in our relationships to politics, if we're against God, we're setting ourselves up for chaos. Personal, global, national, familial. When we're in competition with God, we have a choice, peace or chaos. The Adam and Eve chose chaos as a result of the disobedience with God. If we have cooperation with God and respect for nature, we stay away from chaos. If we have a respect for clean water, air, environment, we stay away from chaos and poison and poverty. If we stay away from a disrespect toward one another, we stay away from prejudice and hate and greed. We have a choice. Either jealousy, competition, chaos, or oneness with God. These are themes that we need to reflect on every day of our lives as Christians, but especially during this season of Lent. How we are often in our ordinary lives in a relationship of chaos and in a relationship of competition with God, and we're always being tempted, it seems, to keep that competition growing. When we want to satisfy ourselves more than satisfy what we know is the law of God through our well-informed conscience. When we want to do what we want to do, not trusting in God. Chaos continues. Fusion continues. Estrangement, distance from God. Continues. Look at Jesus in the the desert. Good model for us, of course. He's tempted. He doesn't give in through his hunger or his or his need for power or any other human aspect that he's tempted to give in to. He holds on to his trust in the Father. He holds on to his trust in God. He's our role model. And therefore, he's basically able to tell satan to get away and stop offering temptations and when jesus was in the desert filled with the spirit he reflects you and me the spirit is with us every day we can squash the spirit and do it our own way or we can live in the presence of the spirit and do it christ's way and his way is very obvious today basically he tells satan to go to hell can't say that too much in church, you know, but yeah, you get away with it today. It happens in our own lives, and we need to bring in temptation in our own lives. Like this woman, the, the family was in hard times. They were barely able to meet the mortgage. She decides, she sees a beautiful dress in the window, she goes in, she tries it on, she looked great, and she buys it. Very Very expensive. Comes home, shows her husband, says, we can barely make ends meet. He says, you know, when you're tempted, you're supposed to put the devil behind you. She says, I did. And he said, the dress will look great even from behind. See how we can get around. We have a choice to choose humanity, totally, or choose God. Love of self, love of God, love of neighbor, or with God. Against God, choice for power, choice for prestige, choice for possessions, against God. There's a balance. Jesus, don't forget, it's not an action that God becomes man in Jesus, the incarnate word becomes flesh, because there's a balance between God and man. And that's what's offered to us, balance, to hold on to our spirituality, our faith, and our humanity. You've got to feed the body, but you've also got to feed the soul. In all aspects of our lives, that applies. And there are some people who still are in competition with God because we have enough gadgets, we have enough things, we have enough stuff. We don't need God any longer. Even in death, you talk to some people, what happens to death? Nothing, it's all over, nada, end, zippo. So they've lost God in their lives. And you see that, we all see it every day. When we give priorities and we place on pedestals things and, and, and attitudes and, and behaviors that just drag us down, making the things we use to make our lives easier and simpler, our masters. That's what the devil's trying to do, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. I'll give it all to you. Just obey me. So the role model is right there, Jesus. Being tempted, not to do good, but being tempted by Satan to do evil. And we, who are walking and living in the name of Jesus, have to consider how often are we tempted to do good. You know enough about the evil, we all do. But how often are we tempted to do good? How often do we change our attitudes towards certain things to be positive, to be forgiving, to be nurturing, to do good? Oh, we know what we want to do. We want to say to everybody who gets in our way, go to hell. But how often are we tempted to forgive and to love and to imitate Jesus? That's a great temptation that we all need to strive toward having and our attitude makes a difference. Our heart, our, our reconciliation. And what Jesus does to Satan is great because he makes his choice a priority. I'm not going to give in to you for your power, for your food. He was there 40 days. He was starving. He was hungry. I'm not going to give in to that because I'm holding on to my faith that I have in God and God has in me that I will succeed with God. that he's not going to let me go. But the power from the temple, the power from the mountain, the power from the stones, that's going to pass. Now, you and I aren't tempted that way. But we, you know what the temptations are in our lives. We all do. And then it might, may not be the same for all of us but there's certainly antagonistic behaviors toward God, things that put me in front of God without developing and appreciating the Holy Spirit within us, as Jesus did. So we're invited during Lent to pray, to fast, and to share. Not so, so you can fit into your pretty dress at Easter, to lose weight. Yeah, everybody's fasting during Easter. How many... Don't, don't raise your hand. How many of us have that double edged sword? If I fast from this, I'll lose a little weight. By Easter I can fit into my nice dress. And of course then spring and, and summer comes and I can look good in my nice... This is for men or, and women. Believe me, mean, it's not just women. Right? You know, you agree with that. But wait a minute. That, that's that's an alternative. That's not our choice. The reason we fast and pray and share is that we become more like God and appreciate the resources with which we've been blessed as humanity. How can we be tempted to do good? We can be tempted to support life and a greater awareness of the needs of our neighbors. We could be tempted to stand up against human trafficking, especially the suffering children and women that are trafficked throughout the world in this the greatest age we've had so far in creation with the greatest number of slaves throughout the world today. We could be tempted to work toward eradicating poverty during this holy season and develop social connections between ourselves and the poor. We could be tempted to appreciate the environment to avoid climate change. To work in our own homes, places of business, family environments, and for society to appreciate creation as God has given to us. We could, we could work to, and be tempted toward the improvement of water supplies throughout the world. You and I turn on the tap, we get a little water, we don't like that water, we go to the store, we buy a plastic bottle full of water. It's not the way all, the, all over the world. Some parts of the world, children are bathed in filthy water. The Sudan, they don't even have water. Some parts of the world, regrettably, women and girls are cooking in terrible water and therefore, the food and the poison from that harmful water is being passed on to their society and their families. We could be tempted to fight for clean water We could be tempted to become global activists and who would better support us than Pope Francis. So we can use the resources of our society to help one another, whether it's the UN, whether it's Catholic Charities, whether it's Catholic Relief Services, whether it's the Campaign for Human Development. We all have access to Internet, and those of you who don't, go to your nieces and nephews and ask them to put online these places and how I can get involved with alleviation of poverty and antagonism and petrification of water and the environment. We could be tempted to open our minds and to imitate God and to do good, being aware of the power of the media, For good and bad, being aware of the power of the media to change our minds, good and bad. Why? Because with a well-informed conscience, I can look at a piece of media, whether it's a movie, whether it's a tweet, or whether it's a Facebook post, and I can decide with a well-formed conscience, does this reflect my faith? Should I be involved with this? Should I be looking at this? Should I pass this on? Whether it's a stupid prejudicial joke, something anti-Christian, something even anti-religious, whether it's Muslim, Christian, Jewish, or anything? Should I be fighting for my Jewish brothers and sisters in our climate who are being antagonized by some undercurrent of evil? I could be tempted to do good every day of my life, and it would affect my life and the lives of those around me, if I am tempted to do good. And if I am tempted to do good, I can just open up the first book of the Bible, read it, and it says, in the beginning, God created. Then he created earth, land, wind, fire, conclusion, and it was good. Let's be tempted to do good during the season of Lent. Yeah, that actually does sound like something the Jayman would do. Geico,
0: fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates, so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule